Hey, this is Mike Putman with Jasper Main Street. And Laura Vance with the Walker Area Association of Realtors. And together we are... Walker Vance. A podcast about interesting people around the Walker area and people we just want to talk to, really. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Um, so... Fun people. Fun no, people. No boring people. Mm-mm, we don't allow that. Mm-mm. So, Southern Moments... We always start with the Southern moment. I'll let you go first. Ladies first. Age before beauty. That's really just ladies first. I know. We all know Rude. that. Um, so we just finished the Thanksgiving holiday, and I made a new casserole. I mean, what is more Southern than casseroles? Did it have, like, green beans in it or anything? No, I don't. You know, I don't like green bean casserole. Cream of mushroom soup, cream of something This soup. was actually it was just a corn casserole, but I have never made this before. But it was spicy, and it was good. Did you go to the um, thing at the Civic Center, JCC? You did. Operation Thanksgiving? Yes. Yes. So, uh, so you had a separate Thanksgiving at home, or you just made a corn casserole yes, for no, the heck of it? Yes, we made it. We had a different one. Oh, okay. With multiples. All right. The multiples of food. Yeah. Well, my Southern moment is very similar. Um, Pat wanted to eat in the dining room, which means you got to polish stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, if, if you want to eat in the dining room, you're really going to have to polish it. Because <laughs> I just, I can't do this. So anyway, um, I came to the house one day and dining room was all set. and Everyone had their place settings. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and real it fancy. also means when you're in the dining room, it also means you can't put the dishes in the dishwasher. Mm, awesome. So that was me. That was me. I did all that. Look at you. I know. So you washed the dishes since washed you got everything. Washed them, dried them, put them away. Right. Yeah. Did you polish the silver? No, Pat did that. Oh. That was, I said, if you want to use it, you have to like dip it. I don't want to dip it. <laughs> so, so she did that. Look at you guys. It was so Southern. So festive. Uh-huh. Did you have a casserole? <laughs> yep, at least like yeah, four. we had a squash casserole. Mm-hmm. We had, I don't remember now. Okay. Thanksgiving is not one of my favorite meals. It tastes kind of the same to me. It is a lot of beige. I'll give you that. Uh-huh, see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, well, today we're not here to talk about my Thanksgiving or yours, really, Lauren, or your casserole. Um, but we're here to talk to Maria. And Maria is from Athletic Arts. And Maria also owns a retail boutique right next to her studio. Um and I'm sorry, R- R- Maria Ross Campsey, that's her name. And how long have you been you in? Struggle through that. Uh, well, no. <coughs> how long have you been in the community? Because you're not from here. No, um, I have uh, been back here since. Let's see, uh, 2004. Um, and but my studio opened in 2007. Where did you do your training? Um, well, I did my undergrad. I graduated from the University of Alabama. Ooh. Yeah, roll tide. And um, after that, I lived in New York for a while. And then, um, and then I came back in, in 04. Yeah, but how did you get to Jasper, Alabama? Before that. Oh, the first time. The first, I was about to say, we keep I saying I came back. I'm like, when did we get here came the first back. time? Um, in 1991, um, my family moved here. from. Uh, we lived in southwestern Pennsylvania, and we moved to Walker County. I guess that was job-related yes, for one of them? Yes, it was. Uh, my family had a mining and land reclamation business, um, 
and uh, did a lot of contract work uh, reclaiming sites in southwestern Pennsylvania, worked with U.S. Steel, and that connection is what brought them here. Um, So they did, their first job was actually uh, in Dora, and so they liked Jasper and stayed here, and then a lot of their work was Jefferson County. They did some jobs in Gadsden, but decided they um, definitely wanted to stay in Walker County and loved loved the area, loved Jasper, and wanted to live in Jasper. Um, So... You decided you wanted to open a studio, and a lot of kids from this community go to your studio. Um, and I feel like Nutcracker's coming up soon because isn't that an annual event for it you? It is, it is. This is our 13th year for the Nutcracker. Um, it gets to be live in person, and we're back on stage. Yes, thank goodness, we're back on stage with a live audience this year. Um, so yeah, so that's great. This is this has become, um, this has definitely become a tradition here. I'm uh, in some ways shocked at um, how the students and the community have sort of embraced this um, this tradition. I, I kind of often think that um, these days maybe kids get tired of things fast. Yeah, right? Yeah, like they just get like I'm over it. Um, what's next? Right. Um, but it's really, it's been really cool to see how much they have embraced this story and learned about what repertoire is and, and how you keep working on it and how they want to come back each year and keep telling this story. Um, and, and, you know, just what that means. And you've had, it's been going on long enough. I'm sure you've had students that started as little, what are they, the gumdrop? Yes. And then they've moved yes. up, yes. Um, which is really neat because we come every year to watch it too, so yeah. we love it. Awesome. Yeah, so then you've probably seen them. So in in some ways it is a challenge for them if they start out young. Um, you know, they look at uh, the different roles um, and different ages, different things, different technical requirements, and so it does give them things to work, work towards. But... Um, uh, really how they come together um, to, you know, to really tell that story each year and, and think about what part they might try to audition for the next year. Um, and we actually have a lot of adults in this production community um, huh. from the community that also come back every year. They are uh, in our party scene, and, um, and that's, that's really cool that that they love being a part of, of it. Yeah, and join them. Well, you know, dance was never my background. Live theater, live theater is live theater, but yeah. dance was never Not my your thing. was oh, never okay. my gig. Right. Well, mm-hmm. it's still storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, then there's just the excitement of live theater because anything can happen, and sometimes it does. Yes, <laughs> all and all and of it. with the good groups, the director's the only one who knows it happened wrong. <laughs> Yes. Because they cover it. Yes. They they have gotten to that point, this cast. They're they're quick on their feet. Um and and uh yeah, they they know what's supposed to happen. So if things go wrong, uh they just roll with it. That's kind of our kind of our motto too. The show must go on, right? Absolutely. It goes on. You don't <laughs> cancel a show. I mean, I guess COVID canceled a few, but that's that's kind of <laughs> we came an up exception. with workarounds. That's yeah. creative people come up with all kinds of workarounds. <laughs> now, is your son still in 
um, dance or in the Nutcracker? He is not in the production this year, um, but he still he still dances. He actually teaches a little bit when he has time. Um, How old is he? He is turning 17 next no, week. No, he's not. Yes. He's still wow. like this. I know, I know. Yes. Wow. Next week he'll be 17. So, um, you know, high school sports, football, tennis takes up a whole All lot of, of time uh, being 17, you know. <laughs> okay, y'all can't see this, but Maria looks really good to have a 17-year-old kid, don't you think? Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She's got that classic Italian look. Oh. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so he's doing other things, but what else do you do besides the Nutcracker? Um, well, we usually do at least one um, musical um, a year, and we have uh, one scheduled for, we just had auditions for actually last week, and the cast was announced, and we'll start rehearsing that next week. Um, so even before Nutcracker's over, we have started uh, for Honk Jr. Have you heard of that show? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's um, it's a retelling of the Ugly Duckling. Um, it's a it's a super cute show. It's so funny. It's it's really uh, it's a junior production, so it's written uh, for children to perform. But it's it's really got some funny witty lines. I think I think the adults will really love it uh, too. And the music's uh, great. It's fun. Is that one of those MTI juniors? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We um, we usually do. They're a. a a lot more cost effective. Yes, you know, I've, to I've produce. done a couple of them. So, yes. um, so we we've been doing uh, you know a, a junior production um, every year. Last year we didn't we did a film we did um, it was a play it wasn't a musical it was called Scenes from a Quarantine, and we filmed it. Yes. Um, everything we did we filmed last year. We filmed the Nutcracker um, and pre presented that virtually, and then we did um, this little um, scenes from a quarantine, which was ten um, ten skits, and it was it was interesting because the whole thing was written by young people um, through their experiences in quarantine, and it was adapted into these um, yeah. into these these little vignettes. Um, and we filmed all of that. Tell me when Honk Jr. comes up again. Honk is going to be March 4th, 5th, and 6th. Is that at Roland? It's going to be at Roland, yes. it's Right now it's tentatively scheduled there. We are planning um, a, a school performance with that, so um, we, we've done that in the past where the schools will okay. schedule a field trip and they'll come in. Um, so that... You know, that is tentatively on the schedule to have two performances that Friday in the day um, and open it up to the schools to bring bring their students to the performance. Um, we've had a lot of success with those in the past. And, and our our cast loves performing for their peers, too. I was about to say, so you um, have a lot of your cast will also be those students. Right. So that's so going to be really neat. When their classmates come and see them on stage, it's it's really special that's for them. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was teaching theater, the uh, we would do uh, shows for elementary, depending on what the show was, elementary school performances, high school performances, but the element, not so much the high school performances, but the elementary school performances are how you build your program. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, they look at that and they go, hey, I want to do that. Yeah. 
you know, and thinking that they can't, but they can with some training and some coaching and all that kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. But that's how you built it. But that's good that you are building your program that way. Um, is it just the Jasper City Schools or Walker County Schools? It's going to be open to the county. Actually, in the past, we've had some schools from Winston County even come, um, Meek, Double Springs. A lot of that depends on who's in our cast because we've had people um, from outside the county come. Um, okay, and so their classes. Yes, we've had like Bagley because we've had some students from there come and join the production. And Aww. so then they... Um, that's really neat. Yeah, then their schools would mm-hmm. want to come and support and, uh, their students. So it just kind of depends on um, who's up for it. But we open it up uh, to any of the schools that want to come. It's sort of first come, first serve. And uh, doing two shows at Roland really lets us get, I mean, I think that they see close to 800. So that's that would be 1,600 kids in a day. Um that would be able to kind of come through and see the show. Is that two shows in a day? Two shows in a day. I've done that. That's hard. Yes. That's tough. Yes. Well, are all of your shows at Roland? No. The Nutcracker. Well, to be clear, Roland is yes. at Bevel, Bevel State. State. Yes. That's the auditorium at Bevel State. Yes. In um, Jasper. The Nutcracker is at Jasper High School in the Pam Brown Theater. Um, and I can never remember the name of that Yes. Theater. Pam Brown, yes. And we're actually, that is December 18th, and we're actually doing two shows that day because that was the date we had, and it's just a little it's just a little close to the end of school and mm-hmm. the holidays oh, yes. come in. So we actually have scheduled uh, a 2 o'clock matinee and a 7 o'clock evening show in one day. That's This is the first time we've ever Woo. done two Nutcracker shows in one day. So we shall see. Are you always that close to Christmas, like a week away? No, I think it's just because how the... We've been the third weekend um, in December for a while now. Um, but just the way the calendar fell, it that third weekend is really late. It's later than, um, I guess, than usual or than it has been in the past. So Yeah, because I remember... If you're doing a Christmas show, the closer you got it to Christmas vacation, the harder it was to produce. Right. And the, Or the end of the year, the closer you got it into May, it was like, oh. Wow. Right, right. No. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty tough. And I think it's just really the calendar, the way it fell this year, um, put us put us a little it's bit calendar. later. And we have we usually do a school show for the Nutcracker as well, in which the theater at Jasper High School holds 1,200 students, and it's a beautiful theater, so... You know, we can have a lot of students come in there, but it's it's the it's the end. It's, it's their like Christmas Chris, parties. I mean, the kids. Christmas yeah, so it it just wasn't feasible to get them in there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're not going to be able to do that this year. We are going and doing some like lecture demonstrations inside the schools uh-huh. um, to kind of supplement what what they might be missing out on this year. Hi, this is Jennifer Coron, co-host of Left on Red, the Daily Mountain Eagles political podcast, and we're glad to welcome Bevel State Community College as a sponsor. 
Your story starts at Bevel State Community College. Whether you're just starting out or starting over, Bevel State has an opportunity that is right for you. With five locations serving seven counties, you don't have to go far to start your own success story. Plus, with tuition lower than four-year colleges, you won't need to spend more for a great education. Visit them online at bscc.edu to learn about your options for seamless academic transfer and high-demand career tech and health science offerings. Let them help you tell your story. That made me think. So, um, some of the different instructors you have I've noticed they go into the school sometimes, like with partnership with maybe the Art Alliance or... Yes, we have... I saw Cindy. Yes, Miss Cindy. Cindy. Yes, Miss Cindy. Cindy Lang um, has taught music um, for I don't even know how many years now in the schools. And um, and we've done... Um, I, it, it depends on, of course, their funding options, what they have. Um, but we've done... Um, third grade dance programs in the schools. Um, we did a, a seventh grade, um, like a theater arts pilot program. Oh, awesome. Um, so we had, we've done some different things in the schools, um, looking at maybe bringing in like teaching artists. Um, COVID sort of shut all that down. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, them not being in school and then really once they got back, it was just so limited of who you could, you know, they just didn't want to bring in a lot of people and that kind of stuff. So, um, so hopefully we can, you know, start working on gaining funding and, and trying to get more teaching artists in, in the schools to do different programs. But you have another performance on December 7th at the Christmas parade. We do. That's kind of an annual event. It is. That is another one. I think that's the, I think that's the ninth year we've been doing that. Um, and, uh, we used to do, we used to do a float. Um, we did a float in the parade before we did the the Nutcracker. Yes, the Chamber of Commerce Christmas Parade. We used to participate in that with a float. And then once we started doing Nutcracker every year, we said we cannot build a float and build a a production. (laughs) So what could we do? And we were dancing in class, and the students were learning dances, and we love to use holiday music. And right. so we said, oh, let's just perform. Let's just do like they do for at Macy's and do the pre-parade performance. And so I, um, I talked to Debbie, and, and, you know, we thought in front of Young's would be a great spot there. Right. And, um, you know, she was all about it. And they, they bring us lights, and we set up, and... Um, we've been doing that for nine years, so it's it's a free performance out um, on the street, and it's from five to six is the actual performance, and all of our students, I mean, from our baby, you know, three-year-old little dancers. They're so cute. Yes, everyone in the studio, that's open to all of them. So it's a great way for parents, grandparents, friends to see what they're doing, see what their students, um, the, the kids are learning and, and they have a chance to perform and, and, you know, in the community, in a community setting. Right. So yes. So that is next Tuesday. Right. And Young Jewelers is at 401 19th street, right there on main street. And the parade is at six, but now Maria, you go from five to six. Yes. And we're on that end. So we finish at six, but they still, don't start, start on the other end. East end. So it the timing works out, yeah, perfectly. We finish and everyone's already there and 
They move five minutes later. <laughs> the floats come rolling through. Yes, everything comes rolling through. So timing-wise, we kind of got it down there. Really and That's appropriate perfect. enough, Debbie has those nutcrackers right outside Young Jeweler's door. When she got those, she I can't remember when she bought them, but she, she sent me a text and said, you're not going to believe what I found. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so she does have the nutcrackers right there. I feel like we now need to get them like a rollout, like the Macy's. Which is yeah. Unique. Like it has the Macy's logo on the ground for the parade. Who's Maybe we could we get the city to build that. a stage up on the oh steps of City Hall. <gasps> Why do I feel like y'all are looking at me asking for those things? I am not the person who works for Jasper Main Street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But let me know and I'll try to help you out. Okay, you just hit my arm where I had my booster oh, shot. That I'm hurt. Very sorry, I forgot She's about this. She's still touching it. Stop. Can you rub it? No. Um, what? But your nutcracker's different. Your nutcracker is the official sanctioned. What is well, it called? You know, um, it's. It's my choreography, but it's based off of, I would say it's it's more based off of, um, I think, well, it's actually a blend, a blend of different Nutcrackers I've seen. The, the way the Nutcracker sort of kind of developed was, um, I think it was 1892 in Russia um, was when it first premiered, and, and it was, nobody liked it. It was a flop, and... Um, they felt like the story was weak and, and all of that. Um, so it wasn't one of the top ballets, even though right now it is. It's probably the most famous. If you ask somebody what what is a ballet, that would be the maybe Fresh one wonder. of their top um, answers. Um, but then when Balanchine said it um, on the New York City Ballet, his version in like the 50s really um, kind of, think started that American tradition of the Nutcracker. So um, I would say that that had a lot of influence. I mean, it influences a lot of Nutcrackers, but it's it influenced me. Um, and seeing, um, seeing Balanchine productions, um, you know, New York City Ballet or different, different ballet companies that do that, and then also seeing a totally different versions. So I think um, I, mine is influenced from all of those, um, but it, it's it's my choreography based off of um, off of that original story. How many staff do you have for this show? I mean, I it can't just be you. <laughs> I mean, I realize you're the chief bottle washer. Yeah, but who else do you have? Um, I have um, Brianna McAnally is one of my teachers, and she. Um, runs um the two of us run rehearsals so we'll have sort of simultaneous two rooms going on and um and she's done the show so many times so she knows it um and then I also have I just have some um older students that have been in the production a lot that serve as rehearsal assistants um meaning they know the choreography it may not it may have been something that they've done in the past so it's kind of just passed on that way. So they will serve as, as rehearsal assistants. And, and then that allows, um, so I have, a, I have three or four of those that, um, that help out. Um, so they can facilitate part of a rehearsal, which would allow myself or Brianna to step out and maybe do some type of individual coaching or, or something like that. 
Um, so yeah, it's a group effort. <laughs> well, when you <laughs> get to performances, when do, who does all your tech work, your lighting, your sound? I mean, because you're not rehearsing in those spaces. No, we have two days. It's amazing. We have one tech rehearsal, one dress rehearsal, and we go. Yeah. And I have. That's tough. It, Mike just. <gasps> excuse me. I know it is tough, but I have an amazing tech crew. So my crew, um, they're all off. They have been doing it for years and they're all in different places now. Um, Jacob Adams does our sound. He's in med school at UAB. He comes back every year and does our sound. Bless him. He is amazing. Um, I've got Danny Rains, who graduated from Auburn last year and is an engineer for the city of Anniston, I think. Comes back and operates the... um, That's really cool. The lifts, the... the, the Fly system. Fly system, thank you. And um, she does that and stage manage, uh, stage left, stage manager. Megan Underwood, stage right stage manager. I've got um, Rachel. Uh, Rachel Pickering is um, does our lights. She's been doing it for years. Uh, I think she lives in Montevallo, so she comes. Um, she comes back every so year. So everybody just rallies. And, and so, yeah, so I kind of have this crew that that, um, that come back, and they've been working together for so long. They, um, they got it down. They know, they know what to do. So we get in there, set everything up, run our tech. We have one day to fix something that might have gone wrong. <laughs> and because then, something is going to go wrong. Yes, yes. It always does. Yes, yes. It's, and it's usually going to be the lights, so, you know. Um, but yeah, we have one day to fix that. Um, they know how we, we rent our backdrops every year. So, you know, we get those in, they know how, how to hang them and, uh, and we're just ready to go. Well, surely you get in to hang those backdrops before that day. Before, before, yes, we have those hung. That's a, that's a big job. Yeah. We hang those, um, well, they have Tuesday to like or yeah, usually Tuesday, um, we can get in there and hang those and have them have them ready to go. Um, yeah, they come in Wednesday morning, start focusing lights, pretty much have that done by the time we are ready to Stresses run the tech. Out. I know, I know. No, it's tough. I've done that before. I've 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 got, I've done one tech and one dress, and then it was it in a space I'd never been in before. I've mm-hmm. done it. I. Don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> that, I mean, I would love to have a theater that was more like a home that we would be able to spend more time that in. That you just oh, rehearse like, in all yes, the time, or you know, or have have ten days to rehearse in. Right? Absolutely. But it it just shows you how um, these kids that are in this production just how adaptable they are because they just get in there and and they know their material, they know the music. They know this music inside and out, um, so it it just really doesn't take them long to to figure out how to put it on in that in that space, right. which uh, it's a big deal. And that's that's but not you, easy, right? And you can do that to kids, but you try to do that to adults, <laughs> they'll balk, they'll cry, they'll <laughs> scream, but kids just adapt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never work with adults ever again. <laughs> Kids were great. Kids adults are, great. are awful. <laughs> they are. Well, my adults are good too. <laughs> yeah, they're in one scene, Maria, the yeah. party scene, right? Yeah. Okay. It's well, long. It's like thirty it minutes I'm long. They're out there. Scene. 
Yeah, but you do don't you have need a dog in the Nutcracker? <laughs> we currently don't have a dog written into the libretto, but we oh. could. <laughs> Maybe we need to do Annie. <laughs> oh. I've been there, done that too. No Tallulah thanks. would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. No thanks. Okay, tell us the dates again. Let's start with. Christmas Parade. That's December 7th, right? In downtown Tuesday Jasper. Night. Mm-hmm. Yes. In front of Young on 19th Street. Five to six. Five to six. And then you've got the Nutcracker at Jasper High School. Yes. That's the 18th. December 18th. Two o'clock. Two o'clock, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. How do you and get tickets for that? Is, are they online? They are online. So they're on our website. You can buy them online or you can buy them at the door. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't you use Tutu Ticks? We are using Eventbrite. Okay. um, And they can also be purchased just directly from the website, our website. Okay. We'll make sure we link those on the Facebook and Instagram. And tell us again when Honk Jr. is. Honk Jr. is um, March 4th, 5th, and 6th is when it's scheduled for at Roland Auditorium, Bevel State campus. Here in Jasper. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you want your students to come. Yes. And if you're a teacher and you're thinking you want, give us a call. All right. Well, well Maria, thank you list. for coming. Um, you can learn more about Maria and athletic arts and Dazzle Dance. Oh, we forgot about Dazzle Dance. Ah, yes. That's her boutique, yes. a retail boutique on the side of the studio that does the 12 Days of Christmas with downtown we Jasper. Are participating in She that. has a special on day six, six yes. which is December 6th. Yes. December 6th, 25% off everything and we're also doing a 50 dollar giveaway so sign up put your name in for the drawing your dance and all of their attire yes okay so find out more about walker voices and athletic arts and dazzle dance and maria at facebook walker voices and beyond podcast is that the name of our podcast sure i think it is but anyway i handle facebook and i handle the instagram and so we'll see you later Thanks for coming. Walker Voices is a DME Media production. Copyright 2021, Daily Mountain Eagle.